don't know. Like a yeah, they usually have like a different kind of head that sticks out to me. I don't know. I guess it looks like a little helmet. Right. Yeah, it looks like a little cap. Um, it's very distinct compared to the rest of their body. But yeah, like you said, they're not hairy. They don't have whiskers. Kind of slimy body. Um, yeah, they usually have like this little cap. It just seems to happen fast. I, maybe I'm not paying attention, but I'll go out there and then one of my pear trees will be defoliated. You know, it's like, give me a break. So, then there's a tussock moth. These guys, um, probably native. I don't notice they're ever a problem on a tree in our neck of the woods. But I just wanted to say it because there's a, a one that's got, it's gray or whitish looking. And if you touch it, it's kind of like touching poison ivy. So, mm. just to let you know. I remember I was fooling around with one once, and yeah, it, it did it did cause skin irritant. It wasn't crazy or anything. Just but. on your fingertips? Yeah. Your hand? Yep. Yeah. Anywhere that it touched. So. What about those woolly bears? I don't know. I've never messed around with them. <laughs> I, I don't think so, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I remember those as a kid, those those uh, brown and blackish woolly thing. I don't really know what they turn into. I mean, obviously some sort of butterfly or moth, but I don't know if they're... Yeah. Uh, Irritating to the skin, those whiskers. No kidding. And then there's um, gypsy moth, I guess, can cause a rash. Ingesting eastern tent caterpillars by horse mares, horses, can cause them to miscarry? I don't know. I don't know about this. She's, I don't know. So horses are eating foliage with moths on them, the larvae on them. Yeah. Eating too much of them and... There's some something in the moth that causes horses to miscarry. I don't know. Um, <laughs> poor horses. They're always coming down with something, it seems. Uh, control. All right, so you can either obviously do nothing. If it's not that bad, then there might not be a reason to do anything. Most healthy trees can take defoliation uh, from from these guys. My threshold's pretty low on fruit trees, so I will I will treat them. But um, usually, I try talking people out of treating their oak trees. You know, unless it's something that a lot of times people want to treat them because it's just a nuisance. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's over their deck or something, and they're like, "I'm not putting up with that." So usually, by the time they notice it, it's too late for a treatment yeah. window anyway. So the stuff I I use is MMF and Benzoet, and that lasts at least two years. Right. So, yeah, it's re- you're right. It might be too late for this year, although that stuff moves pretty fast, and you can have some some death. But next year, it should still be in there. And that's an individual tree treatment. Yeah, yeah. Arboricultural. So. This is not forest wide. We'll get to the forest wide treatment. There, are, there's actually things you can do. Yeah. So, th- yeah. for high value trees in the property, it might be worth um, doing that. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Like um, I know, Saratoga Springs Performing Arts Center (SPAC) SPAC yeah. reached out to the Catskill Forest Association, and uh, they wanted us to inject all their oak trees. It was like my God, a lot of money, but um, it didn't work out for a few reasons. But um, yeah, they were injecting, doing injections because they wanted that because they didn't want any kind of spraying, any kind of drift with people around. So they wanted all injections with MMactin. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. lot. Um, so what else we got here? Let's see here. Oh, what other things can you do? You can do nothing. 
can do nothing. A lot of you will probably do nothing. There's natural predators out there. And, you know, gypsy moth has been naturalized. And what that means is controlled. There's a lot of natural predators out there. There's a virus, I think something called an MPV virus. I can't remember. Mm. And... There's just a lot of things that eat it now. Diseases, temperature fluctuations, parasites, birds, rodents, fungus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's funguses that, uh, you know, once a population gets to a certain density, you have all the, you know, naturally latent viral or fungal controls on a very dense population. It's like one caterpillar gets the flu and he spreads it to all the other ones. Hell, yeah. So... You know, uh, when forest tent caterpillars really rampant, you start hearing, what is it, cuckoo birds. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they eat them. I haven't heard of them in a long time, but they they start getting going. But if you have a sugar bush, meaning a stand of maple trees that make maple syrup, commercial maple producers will sometimes hire uh, aerial spraying Mm. of BT. And, um, yeah, I would... If you owned a commercial sugar bush, it might be worth doing because this is fairly non-toxic compared to other pesticides. Uh, it doesn't wipe out the beneficial insects for the most part, and uh, it works. Yeah. So there's a guy. I'm trying to get him to come on the radio show in July or August, and he does this. He's got fixed aircraft, fixed-wing aircraft, and uh, he and his wife, I guess, spray and been spraying for years. And, uh, and this is the BT. BT, Bacillus thuringiensis. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the the DEC, I know, does sprays of kind of uh, unique uh, oak stands, but otherwise they don't do anything really to control it. Yeah, there are other sprays you can do that are, uh, you know, contact sprays, but they're going to wipe out your beneficials as well. So, that's why BT is, is uh, preferred. It really is. It works. But uh, management... You could, you know, if you're, uh, you have a scheduled timber harvest, it it might behoove you not to do it because if the trees are being stressed, you know, it's going to stress other trees as well at first, maybe. Um, sh- sugar maple at the tops of hills will seem the most impacted, especially if there's high grading. See, that's the other thing I didn't really talk about was a lot of these stands of sugar maple back in the day kind of received two punches in the face one was high graded where they took out the very best sugar maple and then the ones left behind they got really hit by the forest tent caterpillar so you know they're really open which to me from a wildlife perspective isn't the worst thing in the world because if you're going to high grade then might as well kill the rest of the trees and start that stand over because it's just such poor quality right and some of those areas are really good habitat now they've really come back with a, a shrub layer and regeneration and first the blackberries will get in there pretty fierce and then underneath the blackberry you'll start to get regeneration especially at the tops of mountains because there's there are fewer deer usually at the tops hmm. but anyway. so if that sugar maple stand doesn't come back it's, it's not a big deal then right right if it's not the best site anyway for sugar maple usually up at that height so there is that um, 10 year cycle for the forest tent caterpillar normally lasting ten, two to three years we're well past 10 years now and when I first got hired for CFA it was at the very end of the forest tent caterpillar boom in 2007 and I remember being at the Meredith Dairy Festival 2007 and it was pretty bad up there and it was moving from south to north What from what I remember Ulster County had been atrocious in 2005 and and four pretty bad 
What time of uh, the season was that? June, July? Was the summer? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like right now. Yep. Yeah, you could hear it most places, and people were pretty disgusted by it. I re- I remember walking up some trails and like, and and drainage ditches along roads just full of caterpillars. <laughs> oh yeah, it's everywhere. Nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was you know something, man. But it is native insect. Um, let's see what else we got here. Yeah, the friendly fly. Oh yeah, <laughs> this reminds me of when um. I worked for the DC. You know, their, their other common name is the government fly, because people were like, "Yeah, they're releasing them." Whenever they saw the forest tent caterpillar, I don't think that was true. Um, important natural enemy of the forest tent caterpillar is the friendly fly. It looks like a house fly. Friendly to us. Yeah. Not not to the caterpillar. It's harmless to, <laughs> to people. Um, yeah. The family of flies known as flesh flies because they feed on the flesh of other insects and animals, but do not have biting mouth parts or pose any threat to humans. But they do attack and kill cocoons of the forest tent caterpillars, so, uh, you know, they have a use. Friendly flies that you see now will affect the caterpillar populations for the next year. If you had a lot of friendly flies last year, you will probably have few or fewer caterpillars this year, um, the DC does not release these flies. So yeah. these are native, as far as I know. Yes. So somehow, some rumor got started that they were released by the government. Yeah, exactly. when I was a ranger, people were like, "Well, they'd be releasing them government flies." I was like, "I don't know about that." You know, I just don't think we're <laughs> doing that. But uh, but now we are. Now we're doing some biocontrols. <laughs> but, but see, now we're definitely doing it. But, no, that actually is happening now. They, um, the, the Forest Service, or the USDA, APHIS maybe, Animal Plant uh, Health Inspection Health Service. Health Inspection yeah. Service is releasing them. And I'm trying to get them on the radio show. So uh, we, we had Sailor uh, Sawyer Gardner on a few years back, talked about her release of the uh, predatory wasps. But she has moved on to a different job, so we're trying to get her, her replacement in. And what makes a good biocontrol? I always learned it was host specificity. Yeah. The more uh, specialized the host that's needed by the um, by the the controlling insect or predator, the better. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, Mark Whitmore from Cornell can figure out the uh, a good predator of the hemlock woolly adelgid, but. Uh, they have them, but I guess, I don't know. It didn't sound like he was very optimistic about their overwintering cat capacity yet. Yeah, the, I think there's a few beetles, and I think only one of them, really, that was uh, considered a success and they're looking closer at. Yeah. But biocontrol is a long-term solution, you know. It's it's in the short term where kind of injections or sprays are needed. Um, but in the long term, these uh, biocontrol insects might... Uh, naturalize and become a component of the system and and you know bring some balance to these uh outbreaks yeah and we'll still have them you know but maybe they'll not be as uh destructive you're saying the chemical is really a short-term kind of solution for, yeah. you know to wait to get those those biocontrols in place yeah there might be a day when we don't need it but for now yeah. it's it's yeah as you know you know it's the only way to really save your hemlock yeah uh, it's it's unfortunate with hemlock. It really is. Um, it's one of my one of my four favorite trees, man. 
and uh, it's nothing like a hemlock stand, you know. Yeah. So it's too bad, but um, but did a lot of sprays. I, I do the sprays for those in late April, early May, and uh, you know it's just it's too bad to see them going. It has spread quite a bit throughout the Catskills, higher elevations. It used to be mainly east of High Mount in Ulster County, but now it's it's far west. You see any impacts of last year's kind of dry period on hemlocks this year? It's hard to say because they're so devastated by hemlock woolly adelgid, you know, yeah. that I don't know. Anecdotally, I feel like trees that haven't been thinned out do worse. Right. I feel like trees that are growing on ridgy, dry areas do worse, you know. Hmm. That's that's what I feel like I see, but you know, I don't have any solid data or evidence of that. But hmm. Yeah. But that's about all the time we have on From the Forest. Up next, um, next week, we'll have Mr. Mead, Mr. Gary Mead, come on like we, like every third Wednesday he does from Gary Mead Gallery. And I think we're going to talk about pitch pine. Nice. Yeah, I don't think Gary's ever talked about pitch pine, so we'll see. Is that Pinus Regita? That's right. Yeah. Latin name? Hell yeah. So have a good night, and uh, we'll see you next week. Good stuff. All right. Good night. Oh, the neon lights were flashing and the icy wind did blow. The water seeped into his shoes and the drizzle turned to snow. His eyes were red, his hopes were dead, and the wine was running low. And the old man came home from the forest. His tears fell on the sidewalk as he stumbled in the street. A dozen faces stopped to stare, but no one stopped to speak. For his castle was a hallway and the bottle was his friend. And the old man stumbled in.
never sleeps. WIOX is supported by you and the following underwriters. The Catskill Revitalization Corporation, home of the Delaware and Ulster Railroad, based in Arkville, and the Catskill Scenic Trail for hiking and biking along the old rail bed from Roxbury to Bloomville. The Delaware and Ulster Railroad Tourism Train is scheduled to return this summer for rides in an open car or coach with food and beverage aboard the vintage Silver Rose Dining Car. Dates and details at the Delaware and Ulster Railroad Facebook page or at durr.org. Ryle Sheridan Architects with offices in New York City and Delaware County focusing on environmentally friendly and sustainable design for residential, commercial, and institutional clients. Creating ultra-efficient, high-design projects, new construction additions and renovations from concept to completion, including contractor selection and construction supervision. Ryle Sheridan Architects, 646-809-4343, 646-809-4343, or email info at rylesheridan.com, R-Y-A-L-L, Sheridan.com. Totally good time on Main Street in Margaretville for graphic tees and sweatshirts with nostalgic phrases, humorous designs, and Catskills whimsy. Novelty items inspired by classic movies, TV, and pop culture. Open Saturdays from 11 to 5. Totally good time. Main Street in Margaretville. On Instagram at totallygoodtime and at totallygoodtime.com. Hi, this is Susan Shaw. And I'm Alan Vella. We go to New Orleans on All That Gumbo every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6. And you are listening to WIOX Roxbury. Live and local in New York's Catskill Mountains at 91.3 FM, MTC Cable Channel 20, and WIOXradio.org.
Hello, audience. Hey, listener. Listener. Smooth monkey brain, tool making, puzzle thumbs. Do, do, do you know where you are? You're on Brown Sounds. I'm your host, Nick. And I'm Mike. And we are live on WIOX 91.3. We got some cool stuff tonight. Well, we always think our stuff's cool. Yeah. So you might not, but we do. Yeah, our stuff don't stink, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> some of it does. What you heard first, because this is mostly a ween show. It's a ween show. Okay. Yeah, so we start off with ween. We start off with Transdermal Celebration from the Quebec album. A safe favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. So, um... Again, we changed our format of our show. We're having our, our listeners calling in. The it's interactive. Number, the studio phone number is 607-326-3913. Dial one first. Except if it's a cell phone. Is that how that works? I think so. I think calling from a cell phone, you don't have to do that. I don't think so. <clears throat> um, but, a, but a dial phone. If you're calling from a rotary phone? Yeah, well, if you're calling from a rotary, you have to dial one. <laughs> okay. All right. Keep so in mind, listener. We're going to... Uh, Spin some stuff, wait for some callers to call in. Yeah. And if you don't, we'll just spin more stuff. Some yeah, ween, some non-ween, right? Well, yeah, we got stuff on the docket if you yeah. don't want to interact, but yeah. please, interact. We, sure. We got a tune coming up. Uh, this is a, an oldie but goodie from Romeo Void called Never Say Never. This will be a first for me. Let's spin it. All right.
Hey, listeners. You with us? You still there? You holding on? Hold on tight. Hey. We got more to come. All right. That was, uh... That was cool. I had never heard. You've never heard that song, right? Of, uh, of um, Romeo Void yeah, before, ever before. 1982. 1982. From yeah. their uh, 1982 album, Benefactor. Yeah. That was really cool. It had a very uh, Runaways type vibe. It might like going it better on if we slept together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I-, I could think of, uh, of that for a few people. <laughs> but, so, uh,. uh Again, the number. Yeah, call in. Listen. You smooth-headed monkey brains. Giant anthropomorphic ears. You big light-gathering sensitive light cells that send signals of images to your back of your cerebrum. Vessels for squishy matter that has ideas. Yes. Studio phone, 607-326. Wait, the phone's ringing. It's ringing as we speak. Don't go anywhere. Entertain the guests. uh, Oh, well, I mean, I was going to spin some more music, but now we have a caller. We continue to urge you to call in. This may be the first, but not the last. I think we have Paul, who's going to join us again. Which is a pleasure, honestly. I'm going to put you on the air right now. We love return right. callers, too. Hold like on. If you've called before, please don't hesitate right. to call again. We're going to put Paul on. Paul's coming on the air. We got Paul from last week. Paul. 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 Oh, no, a dial tone. No. Sounds like we lost Paul. No. No, Paul. He's here somewhere. Paul, come back to us. Paul, Paul. you there? Paul. Paul, call back. Paul, you got to call back. Yeah, you're just going to have to call back. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. I love how that's on the like- air. All right. That's great. <laughs> yeah, call back. We man. definitely lost Paul. Paul, call, call back. Call back. There he is. Oh, there he is. Okay. okay. See? You just got to try and try again. If you if it, the line's busy or we drop you for some reason, you just got to keep calling. Don't give up. Right. We ain't giving up on you. We come here every week and play music for you. Paul, you there? Never give up on you. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Paul, Can I get him on the air. Yes. Is he on the air? Okay. Paul's on the air. I hear. He's on the air. Okay, right. there you are. All right, man. Hey, all right. Welcome back. Some technical difficulties going on, I guess. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we're we're all thumbs, man. And this is all this is all analog, man. This is all ancient yeah, stuff. And plus, going sometimes on here. we're stoned, so we don't really. You know. Not sometimes for me. <laughs> so, okay, man. It's good to have you back. Paul. Welcome back. What's going on? Uh, it's going good. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, uh, last I think you, you said you were calling from California last time. Yeah, right. watching live on the infinite. If you catch my drift. Live on the infinite. Uh, we want to have our our goal, our dream is to have an all request live too, live in the Catskills. Yeah, but that's a that's a um, pipe, that's a pipe dream. You want to hear anything special tonight? Oh yeah, I have a, I have a request. Okay, to make. shoot. Okay, I want you to play Love Bomb by Dog Bowl. Love Bomb by Dog... The band name is Dog Bowl? I love that. Yeah, it's the, the artist's name. It's like a solo solo dude. Dog Bowl. Got, got a lot of good songs, I'd say. All, all one word? Dog Bowl. Yeah. And, then, and the song is? Love Bomb. Love, love Bone. <laughs> I got it, I got it. It's, oh, it's right here, I'm staring at it. Okay. Paul, we can do that for um, you. All right. What did you? I, is it, I, what, what did you suggest last week? I forget. 
Oh, what's happening? What the, the right, there was happening, and it was um, it was your buddy, um, um Chuck, 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 Chuck suggested yeah, Chuck. The, the band yeah. from uh, from Peru, I believe it right, was. Right, right. Yeah, Telegraph Avenue. Yeah, yeah that was so stuff. good. It was so good. So I, I've never heard of Dog Ball. I'm I'm excited. You get you guys. Are, dog, you guys are ten for ten so far. Is it is it is yeah. it relatively clean? Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like pretty nice. It's pretty college rock core, if I'd say. Okay. Okay. All right. Keep doing. Right. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the lyrics side by side, just just so I can monitor. Yeah. But uh, okay. But yeah, Paul, we got it right up. Thanks for calling again. You know, that's like some of the 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 square. The, the squareness of FM radio sometimes. Not poop poop yeah. in it, but yeah, you know, we, we our hands are tied to a degree. But we've let some stuff fly. Yeah, man. we have. Have you heard any anything we've let fly, Paul? <laughs> we've let some things. Uh, we let some. Probably the last song. I heard. A, I heard a, a couple bit no no words in that one. I'd say yeah. mm. they make their yeah. way in sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, a little so bit. They're complete accidents. As long as they don't notice, I guess. We well, have we haven't been fired yet, Paul. So well, we, don't, we don't get paid, so we can't really get fired. All right, do you have that? Well, somebody has to care. Has to be listening. Yeah. So I don't think anyone who cares is listening. <laughs> All right. All right, Paul. Well, we're gonna spin Paul, some dog for calling, ball, man. All right. All right. Don't hesitate yeah. to call again, man. You Enjoy. Got that, you got that queued up. Got it queued up. All right, we're going right to it. Man. Right. We'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, man.
all the fevers grow Under the water Where the shark bubbles blow In the morning By your radio Do the walls close in to suffocate you You ain't got no friends And all the others they hate you Does the life you've been leading gotta go Well, let me straighten you out About a place I know Get your shoes and socks on, people It's right around the corner Out through the night And the whispering breezes To the place where they keep The imaginary diseases Out through the night And the whispering breezes To the place where they keep The imaginary diseases This has to be the disease for you. Now, scientists call this disease bromidrosis. But us regular folks who might wear tennis shoes or an occasional python boot know this exquisite little inconvenience by the name of You know, my python boot is too tight. I couldn't get it off last night. Week went by, and now it's July. I finally got it off, and my girlfriend cried. You got stinkwood, stinkwood, darling. Your stinkwood puts a hurt on my nose. Stinkwood, stinkwood, I ain't lying. And you rinse it off, and you suppose. Here, Fido. Fido. Come here, little puppy. Bring the slippers. Arf, arf, arf. got up off the floor and he rolled over and he looked me straight in the eye and you know what he said once upon a time somebody say to me 
This is a dog talking now. What is your conceptual continuity? Well, I told him right then, Fido said. It should be easy to see. The crux of the biscuit is the apostrophe. Well, you know, the man that was talking to the dog looked at the dog and he said, sort of staring in disbelief, you can't say that. He said, it doesn't, and you can't, I won't, and it don't, it hasn't, it isn't, it even ain't, and it shouldn't. It couldn't. They told me no, no, no. I told them yes, yes, yes. I said I do it all the time. Ain't this boogie a mess? Give him the number at the, at the top. Give him, give, give it to what him. What number? The number to call. The phone number, 607-326-3913. We have a caller on the phone. We do. Do. Um, those last two songs we Yeah, played. yeah. Thanks, Paul, Paul? for uh, Dog Ball, Love Bomb. Very cool. Very cool. Love that. That's Lo- on our radar now. Love Bomb. Uh, lo- Love uh, Bomb. Love bomb. And, and then we followed it up with Stinkfoot. Stinkfoot. By, by Frank Zappa. About a dog. All right. Off of the apostrophe record. We're bringing the caller up. Here he comes. Caller. 
Here's a caller. Hey, caller. I am the caller. The caller. I am the one who calls. The one who calls. Oh, he's calling us. Uh, he's calling. We're being called. We're being called. Mm, oh. I love being called. You've been called. You've been called, mm. You've been called oh, by the oh, caller. Say, say it again. You've been called. Oh, yes. <laughs> Answer the call. Oh, we, uh, we, we, we've answered right. the call. So he's got a request. Oh, caller, tell tell everyone out in Radio Land your name or your alias. My name is Dare. Dare. And I have a request. Yes. That, that you play a song by Tiger Man that's very near and dear to my heart. Song by Tiger called, Man. Called Waterfall Mullet. Tiger Man. Okay, let me get Water this up. Let me get this up. Okay, well, while Nick is looking for that, where are you calling from? I'm calling from the Greater Scranton area. The Greater Scranton area. Oh, wow. Wow. That's what they call it. My my, my home? Our hometown. Our hometown. We're yeah. both from the Scranton area. B- both of us. Where exactly the Greater Scranton area? Yeah, if you can get a little more specific, yeah. tell us. Oh, oh ne- next to Nick's mother's house. Next to Nick's mother's house? Oh, 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 I know who this is. <laughs> Thanks, Dare. I finally got it. All right. <laughs> I only said my name. I, well, you said Dare. And uh, when you called before, when you were on, on deck, Mike couldn't really hear you very well, so he, th- he thought maybe Daryl or Darren. Darryl. And it wasn't clicking for me in the moment, so. Yeah. Okay. All right. I am very stoned, so. Uh, yeah. What was the, what was the yeah. name of that song, man? Waterfall Mullet. Waterfall Mullet. Waterfall Mullet. Right. Is it on Spotify? It is on Spotify. Okay, hold on. Tiger Man, all one, all one word. Tiger Man's one word. Okay. Oh. Got it. Got it. All right. Got it. Spinning that one. All right. Dare. Thanks for calling, uh, in, man. <laughs> the caller. Thanks, caller. Called. We called. By caller. <laughs> all right. All right. Here's a waterfall mullet by Tiger Man Coming? from Dare. Like my life. I drink ice beer and drive an El Camino. And my sister's my wife. She's very pretty. I sit in the patio chair. And I grow out my hair. 10% business in the front, 90 in the back. I call it a 1090 hair attack. And I'm slicker than owl shit. A real egg sucking dog. And I'm greasy like a pile of ham from a prize bidding hall. I want to squeeze the car so tight, the eagle on the back of it screams. I want to lay it on the lock all day, slinging back Jim Beam. When I get real tuned up, I fondle my neighbor's dog. Why you gotta be so uptight telling me this love is wrong?
shit all day long. Have you met my waterfall mullets? The party's in the rear. Your kids have met my waterfall mullets because I buy them beer. Have you met my waterfall mullets? Where'd that sexy little dog get at? Hey, boy. Have you met my waterfall mullets? I only own rich paints. My waterfall is big and long. My waterfall, the mullet, it's a mullet, mullet. My waterfall is very long. Happening here, business in the front, party in the rear, business in the front, ten minutes party. party, business in the front, party in the rear, ten ninety situation happening here, business in the front, party in the rear, business in the front, ten minutes party. party, business in the front, party in the rear, business in the front, ten minutes situation, business in the front, party in the rear, business in the front, ten minutes party, business in the front, party in the rear, business in the front, ten